being an expert on general automotive knowledge, what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a four-barrel carburetor? It is a trick question. Watch this. The Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four-barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing would be four degrees before top dead center. Get ready for another hour of Drive Radio, brought to you by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Got a question for the experts? Then give them a call, 303-477-5600. Now it's time to pop the hood and get our hands dirty. Drive Radio on KLZ 560, The Source. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Jeff Kitty. Of course, Larry Unger answering phones. Charlie Grimes, your engineer. we got one line open, 303-477-5600. Question of the day today has been, name a car you bought that you regret buying. That is our question of the day. Don't forget, on September 10th, we will be out at the American Legion post 1111. That is at 100th and Old Wadsworth Boulevard in Broomfield. It's actually Arvada, Broomfield, Westminster, kind of the corner of all of those. So the very Saturday after Labor Day, because we will not be here next week, we're going to take the day off. We'll have a nice show running for you that we already planned ahead for. Uh, we will be back on that Saturday out at the car show. So if you're out and about, stop by and say hi. The very next day is another great car show that will be in our local area. It's the 2022 Northside Romeos, the Red Old Man Eating Out, is what that stands for. Red Old Man Eating Out. And it'll be at the uh, uh, at the corner of, make sure I say this right, a Benefits Fisher House, but it'll be at the corner of McIntyre and 44th in the Zone Sports Bar. There's a big, huge parking lot there. Uh, they will be out there, have a lot of great cars. That'll be on September 11th. And again, all those proceeds, because it being September 11th, are going to go to Fisher House. And there's another great car show down uh, tomorrow as well, uh, down south. And I got an email on that earlier. I, I make sure that we were on the right track here. It's in Monument. So there's a great car show tomorrow down in Monument as well. So if you get out and about over the weekend, a lot of car shows in, in play, which is always a fun time. And I don't normally get a chance to just go and walk around. So anytime I get a chance to do that, I enjoy that. Bob and Parker, you are next. Hello? Hello, Bob. Yeah. Hi, yeah, thanks for taking my call. You're very welcome. Yeah, on the cars uh, that you regret, um, I bought a 2016 uh, Nissan Pathfinder, Mm. and uh, I was a little worried because it uh, had a CVT transmission, Mm -hmm. and I wondered about that. but uh, I had a friend who said, oh, he had one. He really liked it. And uh, yeah, that was, you know, a good price and whatever. So I went ahead and bought that car. And I never really did like it. And one thing, th- this is minor, but one thing I didn't like was whenever I opened the uh, hatch on that thing, no matter what I did, I'd always crack my head on it if I had a cap on. Yep. <laughs> I know what you mean. So that was, that was extremely annoying. But the big thing was... Um, we were off in Salt Lake City in 2019, and that uh, transmission went out. <laughs> yeah, imagine and, that. <laughs> and so uh, I took it to the dealer, and um, the whole repair process uh, took about two weeks, so we ended up making a couple trips back and wow. forth, and a uh, rental car and all that. And um, yeah, Those are anyway, not my favorite th- car by any means. Th- that, that They are not the Pathfinder of old, as you know, Bob. Nope. Yeah, that's that's for sure. 
but you know what happened is uh, it cost about fifty five hundred to replace that transmission, mm-hmm. and and a few years, couple uh, maybe about a year ago, I got a letter in the mail about a class action lawsuit on that, and it you know it was going to extend the warranty, and if you ever had any problems, they said send them the information. Yep. And I had all those invoices, and I sent them in, and last week I got a check for. $5,400 nice. change from Nissan. Nice. Good job, Bob. Fantastic. That's so why you keep all that stuff. That. Good job. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I couldn't believe it. That's awesome. Yep. Good for you. So in that case, it wasn't so bad. Well, it turned, well it was a you know three-year wait. <laughs> sure. but And you had all the hassle back and forth. And again, not that I'm against Pathfinders, but that was a deal where they basically took a really good platform, turned it into a car-like SUV, kept the nameplate on it, and I think it was confusing to a lot of folks that thought they were still buying a regular old Pathfinder, and it is not. Yep. It was confusing to me, I'll admit. Yeah, it's not a Pathfinder. No. Definitely not. Nope. Yeah, yeah. so uh, so I probably won't buy another one. Well, good story, though, Bob. Good story. Yeah. With yeah. a happy yeah. ending. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, I did have a happy ending. No, yeah, that's great. It was, uh, that was really a treat. Anything else, Bob? That's it. All right, man. Appreciate it. Have a great afternoon. I appreciate you calling in. Paul and Bennett, you are next. Go ahead, Paul. Hey, how you doing? Good, sir. How are you? Not too bad. I have the uh, 2019 Ford Fiesta. It's got the little four-cylinder in it. Okay. Um, It it says in the book a timing belt at 60000 It says plugs at 100000 and it says... Uh, transmission oil. It's got a manual transmission in it. That's $50,000. Well, I'm rolling up on 50000 now. So I don't know, you know, what, what I should follow. Who should I listen to? I, I, I would be, if it were me, Jeff can chime in, but everything you just mentioned, you're rolling up on fifty. You could stretch that a little bit, probably go 55 to 60 So, But in the next year, roughly, you need to be budgeting for all of those items. Yep. Every one of them. Belt, right. plugs. The other services that you just mentioned, all of those at one, you know, don't have to do it at one time, but in the next year, you need to do all of those. Definitely. The timing belt and plugs right. do all at the same time. Yep. Okay. Yeah, because they got to take it apart. they got to take the head all apart anyway, or not to hit it to the top. Either. Yeah, you're doing it there, yeah. you might as well just do them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to do the timing belt myself because I, uh, You can do I all of it yourself. Changing the manual transmission fluid is not hard, Paul. If you can do the timing belt, you can sure do yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Right. Yeah, on the transmission, just make sure you put the right fluid back in it, Paul. That's all. Just make sure you pull the right, right. plug, too. Pull the right plug and put the right fluid in it. And yeah, if you need to even watch a video or something on it to make sure you've got the right plug, do so. Yep. I was worried more about doing the timing belt myself. I think that's a little bit out of my lane. Well, but I can yeah, tell you, I, over the years, I can tell you that there's been many a transmission over the years okay. that I had to do work on because somebody pulled the wrong plug. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just wondered, they, they, uh, they tell me to put four and whatever juice back in, and I don't even know what they're talking about. No, you could, as long as you use the right spec oil, it doesn't have to be Ford yeah. brand. It could be any brand of oil. It doesn't matter. All right. I just wondered what it takes, because all I got is the little powder spray. It doesn't say, you know, what weight or anything it is. It just says Ford part number is all it is. 
And it should tell you in your owner's manual. If not, we can look it up for you. So if you ever need help, just email me. I can find it for you. Yep. All right. And you're breaking up. I lost you, I think, Paul. I probably went to dead zone there. Uh, Speaking of dead zones, this has nothing to do with the automotive world, but it does tell you how technology advances and how some people that are still pretty sharp individuals, and I'm not an Elon Musk fanboy by any means. You guys all know that. I, I... think he's very um, innovative and he's done a lot of great things in a lot of great areas and this is one of them with his satellite um, internet connection Starlink he just this past week announced a deal that he made with T-Mobile which I knew this is where this was all headed in the first place the satellite uh, were put up. He's going to make some money initially, especially in some of the rural areas off folks that don't have good broadband. So he's going to he's going to build the thing off of the internet connection side of the fence first. But his ultimate goal, and he just made a deal with T-Mobile to where he will interface with T-Mobile. You'll have basically no dead zones anywhere because you'll run off the satellite when needed, and he will change the entire face, I believe, of the cell phone industry in the not-too-distant future. And for that, I will give him credit because it still sucks most times. Yep. Just saying. We live in a day and age where you should not have a single dead spot or have what we just had happen a moment ago with Paul and have him dropping off because of a bad cell signal. It's ridiculous that we do not have cell service everywhere in this day and age. To me... That is a lot of providers getting fat and happy off of the bulk of what's out there and forgetting about the fringe areas. Elon Musk, to his credit, is thinking about the fringe areas and how do I make money off of that versus what the other guys have been thinking. And you know what? He'll end up getting richer and richer because of what he's doing in that world. So a little announcement there for some some of you that maybe are in those areas where you're thinking, man, is there any end in sight for, for some of this? Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the cell phone world because it's going to change things dramatically as this goes on. You know, as this come down, comes down the pike. Don and Firestone, though, is next. We got a couple lines open: three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. Don, welcome. Hi, uh, I've got a two thousand fifteen Ram pickup, four wheel drive, with sixty thousand miles on it. Okay. I occasionally pull a camper trailer. Okay. And um, they're telling me the transmission filter is a lifetime filter. No. They think it is, but it's not. I, 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 I'm worried about it. And, well, and it, it, you, service on a transmission is the cheapest, is a hell of a lot cheaper than rebuild. And on that Amen. one, that's cheap service. Right. It shouldn't be that big of a deal, and if I'm not mistaken, there's two filters on that. Oh. Uh, there's and, like I said, the right plug, too. Well, you on that one, you're going to have to pull a pan to get both the filters. Right. And if right. you're towing a trailer, I definitely would do that and do a complete fluid exchange. Is it possible to do that by myself? I'm an ex-mechanic. Or should I take it into a shop up here in the northern part? Uh, if you're, I mean, if you're comfortable pulling the pan on the transmission and doing what's necessary yeah. to put the filter and everything back in it, I mean, if you've done work like that in the past, Don, this is not a, yes, I mean, scale of one to ten, it's about a five job, I would yeah. think. Right, right. It's pretty accessible. Um, would Napa have that filter? Should have. 
Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't. I see no reason. I didn't. I did not look that one up because that's pretty common, Don. They should. Yes. Okie dokie. They should have. Have a good day. You, okay. you're, no, you're very welcome, yeah. Don. Yeah, and if you're halfway handy, yeah, you shouldn't have any issues doing that at all. Uh, all right, we're going to talk to Marianne here in just one moment. Don't go anywhere. Lines are open, 303-477-5600. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Now is the time to take advantage of Geno's Auto Services Air Conditioning Recharge Special. We're off to a very hot start to summer here in Colorado. Refrigerant in your air conditioning systems needs to be able to absorb heat to cool your vehicle's interior. But refrigerant gets contaminants, evaporates, and breaks down over time. We use a cooling machine that takes out the refrigerant, cleans it, and we put it back, topping off with Freon at the right level. Stay cool this summer by making sure your system is up to date and ready for this year's summer heat. As members of Colorado Auto Care will back it up with Napa's nationwide 36,000 miles or 36 months peace of mind warranty. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick it up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. Do you know what to do in a traffic stop? Kevin Flesh would like to give you a few tips to help keep you and your passengers safe. If you are being pulled over for a traffic violation, slow down and put on your hazards, find a well-lit location that is out of the lane of traffic, keep your hands on the wheel where the officer can see them, and be polite. If you feel it's necessary, record the traffic stop, and then if you need any legal help, call Kevin Flesh at Flesh Law Firm. Kevin is our legal eagle and is an expert in traffic altercations and accidents, so put this number into your phone. 303-806-8886. You can also find Kevin online at fleshlawfirm.com. Kevin Flesh, Flesh Law Firm, and proud sponsor of Drive Radio. Napa A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. 
we welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. At Arvada West Auto and Truck, we repair your car in a way that most other mechanics don't. Modern cars and trucks are controlled by complicated computers. And just like your smartphone, they need an update every once in a while. Oftentimes, other mechanics ignore the complicated problems that your car's computers can have because the tools needed can be expensive and it takes time to learn how to use them properly. At Arvada West, we spend the money on the right tools and we take the time to learn how these updates can help to improve everything about your car. That's why our experienced technicians take the extra time to include updating your car or truck's computer to make sure it's running the best it can. Come visit us at 11752 West 64th and let Arvada West update your car or truck. Call 303-422-1065 to make your computer update appointment or visit us on the web at arvadawestautoandtruck.com. All right, we're back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Jeff Kitty. Marianne is in Wyoming. Marianne, welcome. Thank you, John. I want to thank you also for telling giving me some ideas about my Altima because I was driving at 80 and then all of a sudden I couldn't get any power and it dropped down to 60 or 40. So I took it to the Ford dealership. You said it could be the gas pedal or right. else it could be maybe the pump um, tank or gas right. tank. So anyway, uh, they, you know, it's very, very expensive to pull that tank, as you said. And so they went ahead and replaced that sensor on the gas pedal. Okay. And so far, so good. Nice. Good. Okay. Let's hope for the best. Okay. Good. Yeah, and the other thing, I, I want to make a comment about uh, gas and the Obamas. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They are in the process or have just completed putting in three storage tanks for gas on their Martha Vineyards property. Really? I did not know oh. that. Thank you for the update, Marianne. I was not aware of you're, that. You're very welcome. That makes you wonder, what do they see coming down the pike? Huh. With all of the quote-unquote green energy, they're adding uh, petrol fuel storage. Yeah, can you imagine? Maybe she's proud about America again. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure. You know what? No, that I mean, that, that, that'll help me even on my Friday show, because that really, I think, says a lot about what might be coming, Marianne. You got it. Thank yep. you. I appreciate that very much. Thanks for the insight. I will, uh, I will for sure check into that myself. Craig and Aurora, you're next. Hello. Hello, Craig. Oh, Craig. Oh, hey. There you go. How are you, sir? Good. How are you guys? Good. Hey, I had a, I think I did something really not headed with my uh, 2011 Dodge Ram. Um, I had the, the radiator flushed by a local company, and I got it home, and I noticed that the reservoir tank was empty. So they put a universal antifreeze in it. And I ended up filling up that reservoir tank with a, an Asian, uh, the only antifreeze I had in my garage was a Asian antifreeze. Okay. And I, did, I didn't know if that was going to hurt that or not. Well, if they, it depends on what they put in it initially. Yeah. I would not have done the universal, by the way, yeah. but if that's what they did, it's what they did. It's doubtful that what you added to the universal fluid harmed anything because that universal fluid is supposed to be compatible with all fluids that's why they yep. make it now how do they chemically make that 
work. That, Craig, I have no idea. I'm not a universal fluid fan. I'm a fan of putting back in it what it was supposed to have initially. In fact, I would be tempted, since you just had everything flushed, and it wouldn't be that hard for you to do yourself, I would, pro- I would probably even at home just get a pan and drain out what's in there now and put the right fluid back in it. You won't get everything out of it, but you'll get the majority of it out. And, uh, and you could even back flush it if you wanted to. You know how to do that. But I, I would I would put the right fluid in it is what I would do. Yep. Oh, really? I don't think you've harmed anything the- at this point, but I would not let it run that way forever. I, I would not have put universal fluid in it. I'm not sure why they did. I, I think that's probably the only thing they had. But uh, I... Uh, Oh boy! <laughs> All right. yeah, the other well, option you've you... got is take it back and head and tell them you don't want universal fluid. You'll pay the difference for whatever the right fluid is. Have them drain out what's there now, and then credit you for that, and you'll know, sell you the right stuff and call it good. You could also take that approach to it. Yep. But I'm not a universal yeah. coolant guy. I just I'm I am not, and then we've on this show never have been. None of us have been. Yeah, I didn't know they were going to put a universal fluid in there, actually. And I I don't know what uh, kind of antifreeze to run in this uh, 5.7. 2011, I think that just took the old standard green fluid, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, really? I believe. I'd have to okay. go back and look specifically, but memory serves me correct. I think that's just the standard if, green fluid. If you get your owner's manual, it'll tell you. Yeah, that's true. Good, oh, okay. good point, Jeff. Yes, it'll tell you exactly. And again, the universal, especially if it's the old green fluid, the universal is not going to hurt anything. And what you added into the universal, the issue that you run into is that Asian fluid is not really what you need in that vehicle to be compatible with everything that's in it. They do things on the Asian fluids to work in their systems that are different than what you need in your system. And it's why today we have six to seven different coolants, three main coolants, but it can vary, you know, five, six times depending upon the manufacturer. Right. And the reason they do universal is because a lot of guys don't want to stock the five or six different coolants I just mentioned, by the way. Yep. So they they cheap out and they stock the universal coolant, and it's cheaper. The the universal coolant is back down to the, you know, I don't know, 10 to $15 a gallon range versus, in some cases, $25, $30 a gallon, depending upon the coolant. You know, my, my Cummins that... I, my, my old 04 Cummins, it takes a specific coolant for that diesel that's about 25 bucks a gallon. Yep. Right, right. So they cheap All out right, by putting so Universal in. I guess I'll just drain it out then. Uh, if, you, if you've got the ability at home to do that, that's what, I mean, it'd be the easiest and the less hassle, but it's going to cost you a little bit, yeah. but it won't be that much. The green coolant's cheap. All right. Well, hey, I appreciate it. You're very mm-hmm. welcome, Craig. Good question, by the way. I'm glad you asked because, yeah, we want to... We want to take care of that. Uh, Dan is next. You've been holding the longest. Dan, go ahead. I have a uh, 07 PT Cruiser with a four-cylinder. Okay. 120,000 miles. Actually, it's my kids. Okay. He took it He took it down here. to. Well, the oil light kept staying on, and you'd check it, and it would be full, be plumb full. Okay. And he, he took it to... I don't know, some little mechanic place down here. And I don't know, they had it for like three days. And they said, well, what we think you need is a new motor. And the funny part about it is the oil lights, it's full. It's all, I've checked it. And it's always full. And uh, you turn it off, let it set five minutes and turn it on, and the oil light goes off. 
Now, we haven't been driving it much because we've been afraid, you know, to do anything. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, he said the, this mechanic said he needed a new motor because he had tested it, and he said it had it had very high oil pressure. What do you think? Very high oil pressure? That doesn't make any sense. Very high. Very high, said, but they want to put an engine in it. Yeah, he said it had, it had very high oil pressure, and he said the best thing to do would be to get a, a junkyard engine and put in it. And we just, that's what he said. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm I, not following that one. I think I, I'd start with probably the oil pressure sending unit. Okay. Or manually checking it. Yeah. I'd probably start with manually I mean, checking it just to I, see what's really yeah. there. Okay. Or either that or is it something up in the module that, you know, in the dash? Shouldn't be. Doubt it. Usually not. Why does it, why does it go off? Like when you run it, you first start it. Even let it get up to temperature, and it stays on. Drive it around the block three times, and it's still on. Turn it off. Wait three or four minutes. Start it, and it goes off. The oil light, you mean? Yes, sir. That I, Well, again, back to what Jeff just said. If the sending unit's bad, that's what it would do. Yeah. And it's either... It's, it's it's a, either is the engine it. noisy at all, by the way, Dan? Does it make any noise? No. So it's not rattling or making any odd noises or anything along those lines? No. No, it runs perfect. Hmm. Okay, we'll take it. Uh, yeah, I, 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 if it runs perfect, you're not hearing any noises, I doubt highly that it needs an engine. I would put a manual gauge on it first to yep. see exactly what the oil pressure is. Then start, and if it's if it's within the range it's supposed to be, and it's different than what the gauge reads, then we start looking at why is the gauge off. Yep. Okay. You can plug into the to the sending unit and find out. Now you're probably going to have to pull the sending unit off to check oil okay. pressure. Okay. I'd bring it to one of you guys up there, but it's, you know we're afraid of driving it and doing something to the motor. Yep. But that is, I think that's there, where I'd start. Is there any harm like driving it over to the dealer? I mean, the oil is it's at the full mark. So if it's full, engine's not noisy. You're not hearing any rattling. Like there's lack of pressure. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have any problem driving it. Okay. You can tell a lot by an engine. Just for everybody listening, by by the way, just general overall knowledge. Where if you all of a sudden have very low pressure or very high pressure, but you can. Hop in the car, it starts, it drives, it runs, you can open the hood, you don't hear any weird noises coming out of the engine, everything sounds like it. You can you can tell if an engine's getting lubricated or not just by listening to it, by the way. You trust me. If it's not getting lubricated, you know. You, you can a, tell. A lot of times if you think it's not, if you pull the valve cover or where you put the uh, oil in, you can sometimes yeah. see the oil splashing around in there. And that's a pretty and good that's indication. A good sign. Well, yeah, that's a great sign because you're getting you're getting oil up to the top of the set, uh, valves and cylinders. So, oh, it's not just laying down in the sump. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It could be okay. a bad connection on that on that uh, connection too for the sender. Okay. Okay. Then we'll do that. Uh, one other fast question. Sometime back, I listened to you and I thought I heard you say that if you store a car. You know, you can put, like, um, stable in the gas. We recommend actually use the BG Supercharge product. It's actually a better product than stable, I feel. Uh, I've ran it in my cars for years now, and I literally have got, well, I started a car up, let's see, 
Thursday that I don't think I've started in quite some time, and it's got the same fuel in it that it had. Mm, I don't think I've filled this car up in the last two years, Dan. And yeah. it's got that product wow. in it, and it works fine. And what's the name of it? BG Supercharge. You can buy it at Napa. And that's for just regular gas, not for diesel? It's just for gasoline, not yep. for diesel. Correct. Yeah, for everybody Super driving a diesel, this will not work for you. Only for gas. And you can put it in everything, Dan. Just use it according to what the mixture says. You can use it for your small lawn equipment. You can, you can, you know, if you don't want to drain everything out of your lawnmower, you can put this product in it, and it'll last all winter long. Um, if you've got vehicles that sit around, tractors, things like that, it's very, very versatile and will keep your fuel lasting. I, I feel, because I've done it myself and I've proven it, up to two years. Okay, but, did you say all at one time, that if you're, you know, if a car sits for like six months without driving, not to put 44K in it? Do not put 44K in it. If you're just going to have it sit and not run the 44K through it, do not put that in it. It's yeah. not going to help you at all by doing it. The supercharge will. The, so the supercharge, just so you know, Dan, it's a not only a fuel stabilizer like the stable product, so it stabilizes the fuel, plus it's got a lot of other additives that not only keep the fuel stable, but will help even do some cleaning and yep. some things along those lines once you do fire it up and start running it. So it's a good product to use all around. Okay, but this one time, the 44K, it won't really harm anything. As long as you're running that through that tank, it would be fine, but I wouldn't put 44K in and just let it sit. If you've got 44K in it, drive it out of it. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. 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 That's oh one uh, car we should have never bought was a Pontiac J two thousand. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, we bought it because my wife liked the interior and stuff. It was a little four cylinder. Yeah. Yep. It, it had brand new. It had fifteen hundred miles on it, and it left her stranded in a parking lot. Not good. Those weren't and well, Cadillac, as you know, those were just weren't good cars. Period. Yep. Yeah. Now they. You know, when the gas... And then Cadillac had that little one, the same thing. It was a... Cimarron. Yeah. This Cimarron, yeah. Same yep. same body style. Yeah. It's a little fancy. Yeah, and they were junk, too. Yep. Sorry if okay. you own one, but they were... That was a capital J on that junk. Oh, they were terrible. That was a car you should not own at all, Dan, ever. The, the Cadillac yeah. was worse than the Pontiac, by yep. the way. Yeah. Yeah, it was just... Okay. I'll let you go. Thanks, Dan. Enjoy no, great, great questions. Appreciate it very much. Guys, halfway through the program today, questions keep coming in. Whatever you've got for us, let us know, 303-477-5600. And, yeah, we're kind of getting that time of the year where some of you will start thinking about putting some things away and so on. If you've got questions along those lines, let us know. Anything at all. We're always here to help. 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Hello, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Kins and Leslie Distributing, your local BG Products distributor. Back again this week with your BG Tech Tip. This week, we are going to talk about brakes, specifically the brake rotors and the burning question of the day, can I turn my rotors? In the good old days, worn brake rotors could often be resurfaced or turned if the brake pads had worn on them unevenly or too far into the rotor itself. But today, in order to save cost and weight and friction, most rotors are now manufactured with less material available to resurface in the event that the rotors become unevenly worn. This is not to suggest that rotors on new cars can never be resurfaced, but most commonly, by the time a new modern rotor is worn, it will need to be replaced. 
It is also critical that whenever pads or rotors are replaced, the entire hydraulic brake system be inspected for proper operation. We recommend a complete brake fluid exchange anytime new pads or rotors are installed. This will ensure proper operation of the brake system and help prevent costly repairs in the future. Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with BG. We'll talk to you again next week. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass repair services offer limited warranties or worse none at all you can trust the original Novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield find a Novus location near you by going to our website drive-radio.com just click on the Novus link that's Novus Autoglass a proud sponsor of Drive Radio It's harvest time for many Colorado produce crops, and you may notice at your neighborhood grocer that as you shop for produce, there are pictures hanging from the ceiling of the Colorado farm families that raise corn, onions, melons, and potatoes. Well, that's cool, but why in the meat department are there no pictures? Well, the majority of branded meat programs are owned by the grocery store. Very few meat plants in the U.S. can trace the meat in the package that you hold in your hand back to the farm where it was raised. At Ranch Fresh Meats, owner Greg Bloom has searched and vetted out the best quality farms and meat programs in the nation. There is no mystery where your meat comes from at ranchfreshmeats.com. And while you're there, sign up for the weekly email so you can get notified of all the weekly specials. Check them out, ranchfreshmeats.com. We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof, but what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical heating and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. 
Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Jeff Kitty, Bill, and Lakewood, you're up, sir. Hey, three times in one day. Oh, it's fine. Go ahead. No no problem, Bill. Three times. Do I get my employee discount? You do. (laughs) You get Caller of the Day Award. Hey, uh, I got a 94 Chevy. Okay. At the inside Schrader. It's a one-ton, right? What's that? Isn't that your one-ton? Three-quarter ton. Three-quarter ton, okay. The Schrader valve went out on it. So... Would, would I be better off going with the conversion to the new stuff or try to find the old stuff? So 94 still has R12, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, it's the old stuff. You'd yeah. be better off just to find R12 if you can. That's what would be my recommendation. They work better that way. Isn't that pretty tough to find these days? Mm-hmm. Some of us still have some. I'll probably go to Avada, probably. <laughs> so we still have some. I mean, there are some there are some replacement R12s that actually don't work too bad. So you, I would not convert that. I would find either replacement R12 or original R12 and put back in it. You only need that that truck. I think only takes like two and a half, three pounds. You don't need a lot. Yep. Well, it'll always work good. I mean, it'll, it'll blow you out. I mean. It does better than my new truck. The old R12s were tough to beat. They, they, those were good systems. That Freon worked really well, and yep. I would not I would not move away from it. So stick with the original. I would. If you can. If you can, yeah. I mean, and it's st- there's still some around. You can find it. It's on it's on eBay and other places, and you can find R12 still. There's well, still some kicking around. I'll have to bring it someplace because it needs to be evacuated and all that. Yeah, they'll have to suck I, it down and test it and do all that, yes. I can't do that. My my neighbor behind me, he's got a shop. He used, I think, he used to be a um, uh, auto mechanic teacher. Okay. But he's getting old, and he just doesn't want to. Well, does he have the evacuation equipment? If he does, he can suck it down and put some in it. I mean, R twelve is easy. He don't want to do it no more. Okay. He's he's getting old and grumpy. Well, then you need to go see Arvada West. Then we all are. Yeah, I hear that. (laughs) Right. Okay. Thanks a lot. You're very welcome. No, Bill, and again, I, if you've got the old R12, I know there's conversion kits to do the R134 and such, but I I would recommend just staying with the R12. David and Aurora, you are next. Hi, this is David. How are you, John? Good, David. Good. Good. I've got a 2004 uh, Chevy Express. Uh, I call it the church van. It's okay. a 3500. Uh, it's got a uh, 6.0 V8, great engine. Yep. I just I just turned two hundred thousand miles on it. Um, I've never uh, burned or leaked oil. It still doesn't leak. Okay. But just in the last uh, month or two, um, I've got about I change uh, the oil about every six thousand. Use synthetic. I add BG um, MOA. Nice. You know, a nice filter, the best filter I can buy. And um, in in the last month or two, I've uh, burned disappeared two quarts of oil. I mean, it takes six quarts, you know. Um, right. you know I'm wondering what additive, obviously something's going on with the rings yeah, there or is. something inside. First things uh, first. Is, no, first yeah. things first. So I, I, there's a couple of ways you could do this. Um, going to their website right now so I get you the right numbers to use. I would, let me get this up here. 
First, I would try the EPR, the Engine Performance Restoration. Okay. That's is your next that a That's a, Yeah, everything I'm going to tell you is BG. Okay. So try that first. They also make a Restore product, which I first things first, try the EPR and see what it does. So EPR and MO, so EPR, MOA, and 44K next oil change, Yep. which might be sooner than later because of how much you're using. The EPR is going to go in there and and hopefully loosen up the rings, which they may have some carbon and such on them. And if that's what ends up happening and we get them loosened up and they seal back up again, we're in good shape. All the MOA is doing is a little bit of a oil additive to help out with some of what we're referring to. And then, of course, the 44K is doing the top engine cleaning, which is going to get rid of some of the other carbon deposits on the top end of the engine. So we're going to try that first and see what that does before we do anything else. Okay. And then what about that Restore product? If that if all of this doesn't work, BG makes a restore product, engine performance restoration, which is the EPR product, is what we're going to try first. And then they make an actual, uh, I think they call it a dynamic engine cleaner, is what they call it. It's like a it's it's basically a like an engine flush, but you really only need that if an engine is all sludged up. I I doubt very seriously if we're going to have to use that on yours. Okay. Um, I'm just, I'm just wondering where the hell, uh, two quarts of oil went. It burns and you can't see it because a catalytic converter burns all that up where you hardly have any smoke and you just don't know it. Okay. You, can I ask one more quick question? Sure, sure. Go ahead. Um, so I've always run uh premium on this thing and it costs, uh, too much, 150 $200, 33-gallon tank. Yeah. Um, but just recently I have gone to the 85 uh, minimum, but I'm adding Octane Booster. I've used the uh, SPP and then also the gum out. Is that a good or a bad idea? To The manual says to do 87, but uh, with high altitude, I heard that 85 mm-hmm. is the equivalent of 87. It is. Yep. It is. You're correct. You have to do the math. I don't think you're – are you saving money by still putting the additives in it versus Absolutely. just running premium? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I buy about three dollars. Three dollars. I put two of them in since I have uh, thirty-three gallons. Usually, it, it, is, it uh, treats up to fifteen to twenty gallons. So I'm adding that. I'm wondering, is that causing my oil consumption problem? Well, you might stop doing it and see what it does, but I doubt it. Mm-hmm. I doubt um, it. Well, what octane booster do you recommend? I don't. I'm not an octane. I'm not a. I'm, other than the BG products, I'm not a huge additive guy. Period. I, I just feel like if you run good, high quality fuel, you just don't need it. Other than some of the decarboning things we're talking about, and so on. Then, then of course, that's a whole other story. But in general, I'm I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge fan of them. Okay. So um, I appreciate your help. I'll try that EPR. Yep. Now, is that something you add in with a new oil change and let it run the full cycle? Yeah, what, that, what EPR does is you put that in right, right at an oil change. You put that in. You let the engine come from about lukewarm to full warm. It takes about 10 minutes. Once it's full warm, you then turn it off, drop the crankcase oil, do your oil change as needed, and so on. Okay, so I'm going to do the, add that. Before I do my next oil change. Before you drop the oil. Correct. Just before. You don't want to drive it? 
Okay, okay. You don't want to leave it in for six months. No, 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 no. Not at all. In fact, you'll do the engine. It'll tell you right on the can. It'll do engine damage if you do that. You want to yep. You want to have the vehicle stationary. Do all of this right before you do your oil change, so it's going to all happen at one time. Yep. Just allow okay. yourself well, a little extra time on the oil change. That's all. What do you think about that Lucas product that says stop engine leak? And, it, and, and some people call it honey. It's so yeah, thick. I, again, yeah. unless you've got a bunch of leaks, you don't need it anyways. Right. There's no leaks. I've yeah, never, then I wouldn't worry about no it. That's a product you don't need. Okay. Um, I appreciate your help, John. You're very welcome, David. I appreciate it very much. Charlie, I apologize. I've gotten run out of time. Do we need a break here or not? Or are we okay? I don't remember if we took one. We need a break. Okay, John and Loveland, hang tight. we got to take a quick break. We'll come right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Most oil changes are the same. Old oil out, new filter, new oil in. It's a routine, a chore on the to-do list. What if your oil change wasn't the same as the rest? What if it was life-changing? BG. A BG oil change can change your life because it comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system, which means a lifetime of peace of mind for you. Find a shop near you at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. BG. No one likes to be that person. You know the one, stuck on the side of the road, busted tire, making everyone slow down to get around them. With Legacy Automotive's new tire sales, you don't have to be that person, ever. Here in our Colorado climate, you might be closer to needing new tires than you think. A bad set of tires can be dangerous and even life-threatening. Tires should be regularly examined for cracks, bulges and blisters, and other signs of wear and tear on your vehicle. The skilled team at Legacy Automotive in Boulder will be able to examine your current set of tires, let you know what they recommend based on what they find, and help you get on the road. Legacy Automotive is a Napa Gold Certified Auto Care Shop and employs ASC Certified Technicians. So don't be that guy, and make an appointment at Legacy Automotive today at 303-396-0555, or visit them online at LegacyAutomotive.com. Legacy Automotive, locally grown auto repair. Hunting down that hard-to-find part for an out-of-the-ordinary car can be quite a time-consuming chore. Unless, of course, you just go around the corner to your local Napa Auto Parts store, where we have over 310,000 parts, all of them made to fit and perform just like the original. Yeah, there are people who say it's the journey and not the destination, but those people have never tried to find an alternator for an 82 Fiat on a Saturday. Go to NapaOnline.com for the location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Arvada West Auto and Truck has been serving all of Western Arvada, Golden, and Wheat Ridge for more than 40 years, and they're proud to keep their customers' vehicles on the road. After starting out as a small gas station, they moved into their current building in 2004 at 11752 West 64th Avenue. Arvada West is a Napa Gold Shop, a designation only a few in the nation receive. And after 40 years of service, Arvada West Auto and Truck achieved the Napa Auto Care Shop of the Year for the Rocky Mountain Division of Napa. They'd be thrilled to welcome you to their family. Stop by or call Arvada West Auto and Truck, 11752 West 64th Avenue, just west of Sims, or call them at 303-422-1065. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? 
Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679 and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. John in Loveland is next. Welcome, John. Good morning, gents. I have a question about nitrogen inflation in tires, especially the spare tire. Working on my neighbor's uh, Chrysler town and country, and you have to crank it down from uh, mid-chassis underneath, and uh, I'm wondering, is it worth the effort to put nitrogen in there to slow down the natural leakage? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Possibly. I mean, a lot of guys swear by it. I, I'm not one of those guys. I've I've had vehicles that have had nitrogen in, in them, and I've had vehicles that have not. And I will be honest with you, John, storing them like I do, I don't see a hill of beans bit of difference. I'll just be in frank with you. And, and I think the reason for that is, number one, there's no way to evacuate all of the natural air you know, the atmospheric air that we already have that's going to be in the tire in the first place. Yes, you're adding more into it to pressurize it. But even with the, you know, it's not 100% nitrogen that you can ever get in there in the first place. And even that nitrogen isn't 100% that you're putting in. So at the end of the day, how much nitrogen's really inside the tire when it's all said and done? 20, 30%? I don't know the number, by the way. Yeah, well, air is 80% nitrogen, so Correct. Uh, it wouldn't be much of an in- increase. Yeah what, yeah, what I'm saying is okay. how much of the actual pure nitrogen are you getting yeah. 20 30% out of all of that into it, out of the you know quote-unquote pure nitrogen, when to your point we're already 80% there anyways? I don't know, John. I, I, and we've had this conversation in the past on this show to the point where we almost beat it to death back in the day, and a lot of guys really believed in it and really thought there was something to it. A lot of shops even went to nitrogen machines to – you know, to, to take that nitrogen and and, con- and concentrate it so you could use it to fill tires. And I think what we've determined over the years, John, is it's sort of gimmicky. Oh, okay. I don't think right. it's as – I mean, if you're really that worried about it, go get a bottle of nitrogen and put a air check on the end of it and fill it up. Yep. No, uh, yeah. I was uh, – I did it once on my daughter's uh, van, and it goes through – at Costco, it goes through a procedure where they – lower the pressure in the tire and then refill it with a higher concentration correct. so correct i don't know if it's worth yeah it, technically but, what you're uh, supposed to do is drain the air all the way out you let all the air out and then you fill it back up with with the nitrogen and, and again back in the day i never had one of the machines one of the compressors that took the air and converted it around we used to just buy straight nitrogen and like a co2 type bottle and if somebody really wanted it we'd drain it fill it put it back in with that put the green valve cap on it so people knew it had nitrogen in it but 
again, at the end of the day, was it beneficial? I, I think negligible, John, negligible. Okay. All right. Thanks for the info. You're very welcome. And for those of you listening, back in the day, what the claim was is the molecular structure of nitrogen versus our regular, you know, oxygenated air with the 80%, as he just said, nitrogen that's in it. The theory being that you change the molecular structure enough to where it doesn't seep through the rubber, because even though a tire is sealed, it's not 100% sealed. And the theory was that it wouldn't seep those, you know, those molecules, those air molecules. I'm not saying that exactly right, Jeff, but they wouldn't seep through the tire like nitrogen would. And I think I think the other aspect of that was when the TPMS systems it came in. It more stable. Is because it's nitrogen being an inert gas it does not expand when it gets hot correct and and you know what i will say that when it comes to that end of things does are you know are the nitrogen tires better when it comes to tpms or the nitrogen filled tires better when it comes to you know tpms and not having some of those swings that we get in the winter time possibly possibly if there's anything that i would say about it that i think there's some added value in it's that but for just storing it you know as far as a spare tire and all that goes no i wouldn't waste my time on that if you're looking at it to make it more stable for some of these very and i'm going to be honest when i say this guys some of the new vehicles are very sensitive when it comes to tpms and what i mean by that is if the door sticker i drove a new mercedes the other day that i need to review i might even do that today so i drove a new mercedes the other day that the TPMS light came on while I was driving it. And I'm like, well, I'm I run over something? What's going on? So I go into the, the dash and get the readings. And the front was supposed to have 41 pounds. The back was supposed to have 40 pounds. So 41 front, 40 rear. One rear tire had 39 pounds, not 40 and that was enough to turn this warning system on in this new Mercedes. And a lot of the newer vehicles are getting that specific that if you even get a pound out of range, your TPMS light will come on. This Mercedes, believe it or not, even knows, which they all do. They just don't always tell you what it is. But this Mercedes even gave you the temperature of the tire reading through the TPMS as well. So I knew if one tire was 90, you know, it was 90 degrees or 100 degrees or 110 degrees or whatever the case may be because it even registered the actual air temp inside the tire through the TPMS sensor itself. So they're doing a lot more than they used to and again, it's why it's a little more critical when it comes to some of these things. Jeff in Montana, what's going on? Hey guys, uh enjoyed this conversation. I meant to call in about this a long time ago when you first started it, but there's some science behind uh, that whole thing with air versus pure nitrogen, mm-hmm. and it got kind of got touched on by a previous caller who said it's 80-20. Right. But a lot of folks think that oxygen leaks out of your tires, and it doesn't. If you're, You've seen this, I know. When you take a tire off the car and you rub the inside, and you've got that black film on the inside, right. that's caused by the oxygen right. reacting. It oxidizes, correct. Right. So the air isn't leaking out. It's becoming part of that compound because it's oxidizing. It's exa- yes. Yeah. So, it's just changing, I guess you could so, say, Jeff. Absorbing. Yeah, absorbing. Right. Yeah, that's a better way to say it. And the nitrogen doesn't do that as much as the key, right? Nitrogen is completely, well, is relatively inert, especially compared to oxygen. Right. So what happens is you go down to, say you use up all the oxygen, you go down to 80% of pressure, and then you put in more so that's an 80-20 mix. So now you're up to 96% oxygen or nitrogen instead of oxygen. 
So if you just keep refilling your tires, pretty soon you're at 100% nitrogen and you haven't had any additional costs. I see. Yeah, not a bad way of looking at it. And again, I, I do think there's a there is a benefit there when it comes to the stabilization going down the road on the TPMS units. It's more for me that than it is anything else, Jeff. Yeah, but it's just that it, good yeah, thought. It's, uh, no, good info. It's, yeah, nat- natural science. So yeah, no, good. Appreciate good, it, guys. No, appreciate it very much. Thanks for clearing that up. And yeah, and he's right. It's not necessarily that the air is leaking out. It's changing. It's probably the best way. To say that, and I'm not a scientist. You all know that. I'm just a blue-collar car guy. I'm not a scientist by any stretch of the imagination. So, all right, take a break. We'll come right back. Don't go anywhere. Myself, Jeff Kitty. More questions we can get answered in this last hour. 303-477-5600. Myself, Jeff, Charlie, and Larry. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.